Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt, joined by my co-adventurer, Mike Cunningham, and we are the Meddling Kids. And today we'll be reviewing Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. For those of you joining us for the first time, we like to review movies. But don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything in the first 5-10 minutes. We're going to give you a spoiler-free review, give you our overarching thoughts on it, and then you can decide whether or not you want to go see it. And if you do, great. Pause. Go see it. Just make sure you come back and you'll hear our play-by-play. If you're thinking, eh, I'll just listen, we'd love to keep you here the whole time. All right, Mike, ready to get started? I am. Spoiler for review. What do you got? Okay, so Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, I give it a three. Okay. I thought it was uh, really fun. Uh, It it was definitely kind of unexpected. Like, obviously, it looked good. It had, you know, big stars attached. Well, a few big stars attached to it. Um... But I didn't. I don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons. Never okay. really played outside of you know, um, Stranger Things, watching Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and the epi- two episodes of Community. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I don't really know. You know, truly, truly know. I've watched you know people play it or it being uh, dramatized mm-hmm. on you know in Hollywood, but never actually played it. So I'm not really familiar. But I think even as somebody that was going in kind of blind, uh, it was able to you know keep me entertained. Mm-hmm. It was funny. The action was good. I think the crea- uh, creature creation was good, which something I didn't think about until I got we got further into the movie. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like there's like different like obviously dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't see too many dungeons, which was a letdown. I was a big dungeon guy. <laughs> there are dungeons every now and then. <laughs> Huge dungeon guy. I don't like to brag, but um, <laughs> you keep your bedroom stuff out of here. So this is a family show. <laughs> but it was just like even a lot of the creature design was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think I had a lot of fun. Um, I wasn't I mean, like I was saying earlier. I think what threw me off a bit was some of the the lore specific stuff. So okay. like learning the different classes or learning like the different um, settings and locations mm-hmm. was like kind of you know I wasn't really aware. So I was just like, okay, cool. That's what that's yeah. what we're doing. I kind of took it as not even just as a a, a fantasy a D and D game type mm-hmm. of thing, but just like if I was watching a fantasy film, yeah. you know, going in blind, yeah, how would I, how would I react? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was cool. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, all in all, just solid movie, fun. Yeah. I don't know if I'd watch it again. I don't know, watch it again, but it was definitely a, good for um, a viewing and mm-hmm. like kept you know keeping you entertained. So yeah, cool. So I recognize I might be slightly biased, uh, but I'm giving it a four. I loved it. I thought it was great uh, background. I haven't really played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. I've actually like only played for the first time a couple years ago. But I grew up playing like the Baldur's Gate games, reading some of the uh, Drizzt at Duarden books, um, or Drizzt if you want to call it that way. I suppose whatever. Um, <laughs> obviously, we do. Yeah. Um, so I know the Forgotten Realms or the Realms pretty well, uh, and I know a lot of this. So I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun, even without it. I thought it was really funny. It had great action sequences. It had great set design, great effects, um, some really cool sequences. And then, but I will say to my boss, when they say like Mordecai, and I'm like, ah, ah, I know that guy. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I think. That's what I said. I was like, I was looking to the audience. Obviously, mm-hmm. we didn't sit near one another, but I was looking yeah. to the audience to tell me, oh, this is, yeah, this is important, or like, you know. But something I loved about that, and you know, I'm, obviously, Mad Max Fury Road, one of uh, somebody did earlier, is. For Mad Max, it was just like, yep, that's the bullet farm. That's the, mm-hmm. you know, mother's milk station. You know, like the random, you know, play- they just casually throw out the names. Yeah. And they did that with this. I was like, Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter. It's like, okay, they're using, you know, the proper names. 
games with these places, but they're just throwing them out casually in conversation mm -hmm. to not try to be like, this is Baldur's Gate, the land of heroes, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, nope, fuck it, that's Baldur's Gate. Yeah, people come from Baldur's Gate, they got lots of money. Keep it moving. You know, like, oh, that's the so-and-so creature. Yep, keep it moving. They didn't have to take all this mm -hmm. time. To it was like, huh? We did, a, we did a thing. We did a thing. Okay. And so I, as a... So that I think that was a really good way that as a fan of the world and knowing a lot of this, I'm like, yes. But for people who don't know a lot of it, mm -hmm. they didn't have to like exposition dump every single time. It's like, this is a thing that happens, accept it, mm -hmm. and then keep it moving because we're going to make a joke. And yeah, and yeah, uh, my wife and I saw it, uh, we were sitting next to each other, we were cracking up the entire time. And she also has no idea of this world. But so, again, I think four to five, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. um, would I see it again? Maybe. Uh, the original Dungeons and Dragons movies from forever ago were shit. Those yeah, were 2000 bad. with uh, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, those were bad movies. Um, but this one, I might see it again. And if there's a sequel, I'll see it too. So that is our spoiler for review. Mike with a three, me with a four. I'd say, yeah, go see it. Honestly, go see it in theaters. They had um, a really fun part too where mm -hmm. the cast, at least in theaters, they called us the heroes because we saw movies how they were meant to be in theaters. And I was just like, all right, play a little movie. <laughs> I appreciate it. I was like, you know what? I am a hero. Don't patronize me, Chris Pine, with those pretty eyes. We get it. <laughs> and Rene Jean-Page. I'm like, yeah. As I sit here, I'm like, yes, it is me. Mm, that's nice. I knew it would get somebody like you. He was like, you know what? I am a hero. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. Uh, but, yeah. So, what next? We always like to do a little bit of background before we get in. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about the movie, please. Okay, so Dungeons and Dragons Honor and Thieves came out uh, March 31st, 2023. That's today. How do we see it before today? <laughs> oh, uh, one time, two hours and 14 minutes. I definitely felt it. Even though mm -hmm. the movie kind of, the pacing was fine. Mm -hmm. I think, but you definitely, it was a little bit like you were sitting in a, with a very, you know, intricate dungeon master. Yeah. Um, so the budget was $150 million. Mm -hmm. Box office, we won't know, you know, yeah. until the end of the weekend. Rotten Tomatoes, it was it, it was interesting for this one. So, like, before the movie opened, they had an audience score, which usually never happens. They usually uh, wait for the actual release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, like, at a 91 and a 94 for, like, okay. critics and audience. Mm -hmm. um, so, we'll see. I think this might be one of those. It was just, like, people love Dungeons and Dragons so yeah. much. that like, And especially with how it's been represented in Hollywood mm. for the past 20 years. Yeah. This being the best representation of it, so it's like, it might be where, um, it, you know, I will, we'll see how it actually fares yeah. out. Um, and it, it's a simple movie. It's yeah. like, there's not, like, it's, there's some good messages with it, but it's very, and then this happened, and then this mm -hmm. happened, and then this happened. But it's a good through line going all the way through, and it keeps moving, so you don't really get yeah. bored. That's and, what I was saying, yeah. the pacing was like, like, fairly, fairly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the genre is uh, action adventure fantasy comedy <clears throat> and comedy and it was pretty funny it was pretty funny um, <laughs> uh, directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein who previously worked on Vacation that okay. reboot with Ed Helms yeah. and then Game Night I don't know if you saw that one it was uh, the murder thing, Jason right? Jason Bateman and yeah. um, Regina George okay she has a real name I just refuse <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it was interesting because I, I was looking at when I was doing the research John Francis Daly is an actor mm -hmm. so he worked he was like from Freaks and Geeks yes yeah, um, yeah. waiting mm -hmm. and uh, I know he was on Bones for a bit okay and yeah. then um, Jonathan Goldstein wrote on Spider-Man Homecoming and Horrible Bosses that 100% explains why, yeah, why I was like I know that name I just don't remember mm -hmm. why yeah, Freaks and Geeks and, yeah. yeah absolutely Okay, so yeah, starring uh, Chris Pine is Edgen. Yeah, Edgen. Edgen. Yeah. Once again, these names. Yeah. 
that's what like I said a lot of with the lore and stuff like that they're just naming places and I'm just like well those are places I can't even pronounce yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> not, give it a try at all underdark's pretty hard to pronounce huh I get it super yeah, hard yeah. Like, do syllables yeah, mm, yeah, three <clears throat> underdark <laughs> um, Michelle Rodriguez as Holga we yep. had Ray J. Jean Page as Zank Zank yeah we'll okay. do Zank yeah Zink. The what was his the Thedon or something like that? What was it called? The Wizards of Thayer? Thayer. Thayer. Yeah, Thayer. So he was yeah, from Thayer, which Thayer, is another yeah. place. Yeah. Um Justice Smith as Simon, mm-hmm. Sophia Lil Lillis, excuse me, as Doric. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, Hugh Grant as Forge. It's, yeah. It's nice to see him. He was in also in um the uh Knives Out movie. Yes. Like, I think I don't yeah. know if he's making a resurgence or maybe mm-hmm. he was always there. I just wasn't paying like paying attention to what he's been doing lately. But yeah. it's good to see him. He still has the that Hugh Grant charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Daisy Head as the Red Wizard of Sophina. Yeah, Sophina, yeah. Um, she was creepy. Yeah, and she did very well. She was creepy yeah. the whole fucking time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the tagline is, "Who needs heroes when you have thieves?" Yeah, makes sense. You know, it's funny. Like all the D and D movies, they all like the thieves are always like the yeah. main people every single time. Yeah, but is it? Uh, is it? Uh, once again, is it a? Okay, so you got the Paladin and the Bard, the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Sorcerer or wizard or yes, I mean so a sorcerer, mage, wizard, They're, mage. That's yeah. what that was. The, that was a dork word. I was looking for. Yeah, so it depends. So really, a sorcerer is born of magic. You know, right? they we have do like, not have time. They have magic in their bloodline. Yeah. Uh, I will say, <laughs> are you really going to get in some Muggle-born bullshit? Oh, absolutely. So sorcerers are born. Don't you right dare mud blood me. On this. <laughs> Look, your words, not mine. Right? It's just. <laughs> but yeah, so that's all the background that I have. Perfect. Oh, and I will say, uh, getting into it, if you've never played a little game called Baldur's Gate for the computer or anything, it definitely made me want to do a playthrough as a bard, which I've never done before because Chris Pine was a bard. Um, but yeah, all right. So Dungeons and Dragons, all right? There's a bunch of, it starts with a bunch of kids sitting around a table. They're rolling dice. They're role-playing a little bit, right? That's how <laughs> D&D works. That would have been interesting. It, was like, it zoomed out. It was just like, what do you mean? None of this? Ha- oh, no, my God. That would have been kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, yeah. But it would have had to be a little dorky, a little, like, cheesier if yeah. that was going to be the case. Yeah. Too meta. I feel like uh, American Dad did that, where it was just mm-hmm. like, it made, they did it, like, obviously you could, it was, you could tell it was the characters from the show yes. doing the Dungeons and Dragons thing, but they kind of jumped out often. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we open with, um, we are, uh, a prisoner is being, mm-hmm. or a person, sorry, is being uh, transported to a prison. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a prisoner. Um, we don't like labels like prison. We don't, that's what it was. I was fact, trying yeah. to be super non No, fuck that guy. He wasn't, no, he was a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was interesting because it was like, you would assume that he's going to be important in the story. Mm-hmm. He is not. But he is just your introduction to the two main characters. Yeah. Of, Edgar. I'm just going to call him Ed. Ed? That's and what Hulk. a lot of people call him Ed. Yeah, that works. And Hoka. That's I'm Ed. <laughs> so they're, um, they have been in prison for two years. Mm-hmm. And this was so like the new prisoner comes in. He's their bunkmate. And you get the, the, the what is it? The duality of their two. Yes, um, which was great. Like, yeah, two personalities. So you have Ed there. He's knitting something, mm-hmm. and he's like introducing the um, <laughs> the new prisoner to the yeah. to the room or whatever. And Hoga's just sitting there eating her potato. potato. Yeah. And he goes like the new prisoner goes over to Hoga and says, "Oh, I've never seen a woman in a prison. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a lot of fun." And, he, and like Ed's trying to warn him, he's like, "I wouldn't." 
My guy, I wouldn't do that. Don't talk to her when she's in potatoes, man. That's not cool. He's like, Chris Pine's just being a funny dude. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I wouldn't do it. And uh, Holga, he attempts to like caress her face. So she politely puts down her potato because obviously we're not going to you know ruin dinner. Yeah, you don't want to get blood on a potato. <laughs> and she kicks him directly in the knees, yeah. which I, I'm tired of seeing. I feel like Harley Quinn did it in the, um, the Birds mm-hmm. of Prey movie. And I'm, I'm tired of seeing. Oh, uh, they just like full on just crack. And also as out. someone who yeah. broke their kneecap for years yeah. ago like, it's just, the knee violence yeah. is unnecessary Hollywood yeah. Um, but yeah so she kicks him in the knees slams his head on a bench and then goes back to her um, her potato and then Chris Pine is like I think I'm gonna make these into mittens yeah unfazed by this violence just knitting in the corner um, great introduction to these characters yeah, you know exactly what they're mm, like immediately and so you jump to their parole hearing. They've mm-hmm. been in prison. Like, so this is where you get the background. They've been in prison for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, they up for parole. Uh, and obviously Chris Pine being the, the talker, yeah. if you will. <laughs> he's, um, he's talking to the parole board, but he's waiting for a specific yeah. uh like a parole board Jonathan. 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 Yes. He's yes. like, Jonathan will understand my yeah. story. We need Jonathan <laughs> so here. So he first notices that Jonathan is, he was like, we could wait we or could we could reschedule. Like, <laughs> um, but they kind of force him to uh, tell him, you know, you know, give his plea. Yeah. So he says, in order to give his plea, he needs to give his backstory. So this yeah. is where you get I thought I thought it was an interesting way to give the backstory. Yeah. I was glad it wasn't the entire story. Yeah, I thought he was going to be orating, like narrating the entire movie mm-hmm. no, in that yeah. way. It was very succinct. Yeah, yeah. It was, like this is like this is why I'm here. This is mm-hmm. what happened. So yeah. you find out that he, um, when he was younger, he uh, became a harper. A harper. Which don't know what that is. A roving group of heroes. They go across the land and they fight evil. The Harpers come together. They're a mystical organization. I think at the helm is Elminster. All right, Garine was a Harper at some point. There's Khalid and Jahira. Family tree. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Ed becomes a Harper. He has a wife and a young daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know there was danger, but basically the Harpers' um, oath was to rid the world of evil. So he was like kind of a spy. And he was also bringing in these red wizards. Yeah, he did are, whatever he had to. Yeah, who are terrorizing the um, the land. The red wizards of Thayer, an evil group of people. <laughs> and so one um, one day, you mm-hmm. see that he um, he's returning home, and the red wizards are kind of retreating from his house. They've set it on fire and stabbed his wife. Yep. Um, out of revenge, because he says, you know, as a as a harper, you make enemies. Yeah, and that's just not nice. Stabbing people's wives. Not okay, everybody. I just want to let you know. All right. Thank you. PSA for that. The more you know. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so his young daughter survives. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of, you know, overwhelmed by being, you know, losing his wife, being a single father. And so he's like drinking in the bar and stuff like that. And that's where he meets um, Holga, Holga yeah. who is a barbarian who was banished from her tribe. For falling in love with someone not in the tribe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what a great reveal. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, she kind of, you know, is his anchor after mm-hmm. his wife leaves. And it was like they become kind of a, a, a misfit family. Yeah. And even he's like, this is my sister. Like, we're brothers yeah. and sisters. Mm-hmm. And then you see Holga helps raise Kira. That's their daughter. Yes. So they're like raising Kira together. But... Platonically, yeah, you know, yeah, and then they, you know, in order to because they're both broke, so in order to you know make a life for Kira, they start they start a band of thieves, mm-hmm. and this is where we meet both Simon, mm-hmm. who is a um, 
a amateur sorcerer, yeah. we'll give it, and um, Forge, who is a con man. Yeah. So the reason why Simon's a sorcerer instead of a wizard or a okay. mage is because he has magic in his bloodline that traces far back, which sorcerers have. All right, mages or wizards, anybody can be that. It takes a lot of studying. Just a slight difference, but you know how. So sorry you had to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, knowledge is cool. <laughs> Stop trying to make D&D a thing. Okay? It'll never happen. I don't see D&D going for many years. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a phase. It'll <laughs> it's been around for 60 years now. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And so this band of you know thieves, they work together um, you know, just to collect money to make a mm-hmm. life for themselves. And they get... Um, I guess recru- like well, Forge mm-hmm. gets recruited by the uh, wizard. Well, she's a, I guess another sorceress. Yeah, Sophina. Sophina, the to, blue wizard. To I guess break into this stronghold to get you know, and there's like a bunch of riches there. Mm-hmm. And usually, normally they bring Kira along yes. um, to assist, but he's like, this is too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, um, even though Kira has a pendant that lets her turn invisible, yes. That, so they gave her, fr- and that she helped out with all the thieving when yeah. she turned invisible. And did also, it. just quick, I forgot to say. So after his wife dies, he renounces his, the Harpers. Yes, yeah. He's like, I'm no longer a Harper because, and he was upset as going along with being a Harper because being a Harper doesn't pay. Yes. Yeah, so he, there, that's wife, why he became, you know, after after he became a thief. Yeah, because he needs money. So, yeah, so this last job, they don't bring uh, Kira along because it's too dangerous, but mm-hmm. he promises her he'll be right back. This is the last job. Yeah. And she says, we have everything we need. Like, mm-hmm. what's the... But Ed is drawn to this last job because of the treasure that's in the in the vault. The it's, Tablet of Resurrection. Yes. you capable Super of being curious about what time. it does. Yeah, it resurrects things. It's a tablet that resurrects things. <laughs> it, looked like, it looked like a smooth, maybe an iPhone yeah. of, of resurrection. <laughs> But yeah, so that's his motivation to mm-hmm. going to do this job because he didn't want he didn't want to work with uh, so, so, Sophina. Yes, yeah. Well, also he didn't want to rob from the Harpers because even though they were thieves, they had like you know standards. Yes. They tried not to they, kill. Yeah, tried not to kill. Yeah, and like robbing from the Harpers was like a low blow. He's like, we're not doing that. But then Forge convinces them to do it because mm-hmm. hey, there's a tablet of resurrection in here. Then you can bring back your dead wife. Yes. So, but he doesn't tell Kira this because he doesn't want to get her hopes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go on the job. Everything is looking fine until he goes to steal the tablet of resurrection, and you see that Sophina is um, focused on this horn. It yeah. seems like uh, this like glowing red horn. Yeah, obviously super evil. Um, it doesn't look ominous at all. It's just <laughs> yeah, normal horn. Yeah, that's what horns look like for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so she is focused on that. Uh, Ed finds the tablet of resurrection in Indiana Jones style. It's mm-hmm. on this like this little like pew or whatever and he um when he goes to grab it there's this thin thread on it that yeah. snaps alerting the guards um so initially four guards come in and sophina murders them immediately yeah and she he is very powerful yeah, yeah she's a very powerful sorceress and um she might be a wizard <laughs> <laughs> not today um and so Ed says, what are you doing? We don't kill. Yeah. And I really wonder to say, well, don't. Like, yeah, 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 don't. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> but Sophina, so, the entire time you see her, and like she's just like black eyeliner, dead-eyed, stare straight ahead, doesn't say anything. Like mm. You could be like, that chick's evil. Yeah. yeah. Like, anyway. I don't, yeah, don't want to judge people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but I am judging that book. <laughs> and so uh, Sophina, in order for them to escape, she like, does this... Um, Time stop. Time stop spell. Yeah, it's like a level seven spell, man. That's tough. That's hard. And to so, 
uh, initially, immediately first, uh, what's his name? Simon tries to stop it, but once again, mm-hmm. weak sorcerer. But pretty much useless. Yeah. Except for party tricks and, you know, magic tricks. But, um, so he can't stop the time stop. And we see that uh, Hoga gets trapped in it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you see uh, Ed really, like, do I try to help her or yeah. do I get away? And because of the fact that one, they are thieves, but mm-hmm. it is also his sister. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And, but he decides that I, I can't, I truly can't help her. So yeah. he runs away. But falls mm-hmm. and gets his leg gets trapped in a time. What is it? Time stop. Time yeah. stop. I, why can't I think of that? Yeah. His leg is t- stopped in because it's basically like creeping into the rest of the room. Mm-hmm. And so his legs are caught. So he throws the tablet to Forge and tells him to take care of Kira. Yep. Um, and so you know Forge says, "Obviously, I will." Mm-hmm. And so both Helga and Ed get trapped in a time stop. Ford, Simon, and Sophina escape, mm-hmm. and that's how they ended up. That's how Ed and uh, Hoga ended up in prison. Yep. Um, but he, and he ends this with saying it was just like, yeah, you can you know let us out now, you can let us in two years. But it was, I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the you know his biggest mistake is robbing his daughter of a father. Yep. And he's, he realized that's what that's the only thing. His only motivation is getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this entire time he stopped, we're like, we can wait for Jonathan. Yeah, no, and it's, it's fine. Don't worry, we'll wait for Jonathan. The board. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so you see that they stamp his, um, they do stamp the the um, his his papers or whatever. You just don't know what the decision is. You don't yet. know what the decision is. I guess you do because we see, it, but whatever. Yeah. And so they stamp his paper, and before they announce, like he literally tells them before you you know announce yeah. the the verdict. Jonathan finally walks in. He's like, sorry, sorry, I'm late because it was because of the weather. Yeah, and. Instead of waiting for the the yeah. um, the with their decision, yeah. they uh, he, they jump on Jonathan because he is like an, a raven or something. I can't remember. Like a but he's like folk. a humanoid yeah. raven. Yeah, he's a bird. Folk. So I he has he has wings. Yeah. So they grab him and push him out of the window, and obviously him being a bird yeah. and in, out of survival, he starts flying with them on him. Mm-hmm. So that is how they escape from prison. But they're flying out the window. They're like, but we approved your pardon. And like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what like, I knew it because it was green. Yeah, green. So yeah. later on, you see like a red one. So yeah. it's like. Green is good. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so that was that was funny. So like they escape from prison. Mm-hmm. Jonathan is still alive. So he's all good. <laughs> they like land and Jonathan's like twitching on the ground. But Hulk is like, he's still breathing. We're good. And they just run away. So they <laughs> immediately go back to their home, the, the village where they were raised. They were living with Kira and they see that the, the the house has been um, hasn't been lived in in a while. Yeah, and but he goes to this like secret cabinet mm-hmm. that uh, his wife had used to store Kira when the Red Wizards had you know attacked. Mm-hmm. And there's his is it a lute? Yeah, his lute. Okay, a lyre. I don't know the fancy little bard instrument. It's yeah. called a lute. Yeah, and so he grabs his lute and they go to a bar trying yeah. to figure out. All right, so where would a forge taken Kira? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're making out a plan, and then you see that. On a flyer, yeah, is Forge's face because he has somehow become the Lord of Neverwinter. Yep. Which once again, another what is up with these names? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get over it. Well, I will see, get over Neverwinter it. is a city where there's never winter, so it's I, prosperous all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so those mittens were useless. Those mittens were useless. There, yes. Yeah, like, I don't actually know. Remember Neverwinter, but I'm assuming that's why it's called Neverwinter because it's always nice and sunny. So because some four year old king. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Neverwinter. <laughs> this is a magical land. And there's never winter. What do we call it? Oh, God. Never I'm going to sleep on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they, then they go to the city of Neverwinter. Um, they meet up with Forge. Mm-hmm. And 
Kira? At yeah, first? Kira yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. For, oh, no, actually, at first they meet up with Kira. Yeah. So they're waiting for they're waiting for uh, to meet up with Forge, and they meet Kira, and you see that she immediately runs to Holga because mm-hmm. that is her like her her mother figure, basically. Yeah. Um, and so obviously there's more love for Holga than Ed. She hugs Ed, but there's this kind of she's very cold, very very old. cold to him because she feels that he left. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he didn't need to go on that job. Yeah, for whatever. sure. They had everything they needed. And then also you find out when she takes them to Forge mm-hmm. that he's been... First of all, she calls him Uncle Forge. Yep. Because he's basically become her, her um, guardian. Yeah. Um, and I think he didn't tell her why... Um, Ed had gone to on the job. Yeah, he never told her what the tablet was, yeah, why yeah. the purpose of this was. So like, she just thinks that her dad, being you mm-hmm. know, basically a common thief, yeah. couldn't help but go steal. Things. Yeah. Well, and he lied. He told her that uh, it was a tablet of riches, not a tablet of resurrection. See, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I think I missed that. I okay, didn't. Yeah. I don't remember her telling her at all. Yeah. So in it, so he says that he's like, oh, your father took it, went for a tablet. Oh no. Of riches. So did did Ed tell her that or Forge? Did? Forge. Told okay. Kira. Right. Yeah. Or, Forge no, told. So no. The way you just said, I thought maybe. Maybe Ed had told her. Ed tried to tell her it was a tablet of resurrection, but like Forge was like, nope, it's a tablet of riches, all your father. And this is what he's okay, told Kira the past two it. years. Mm. He's only cared about getting okay. money. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, Kira kind of runs off because she's, because it's the fact that her dad won't admit his wrongdoing. Yeah. Like, he is the, he is the reason why all of this happened. For sure. Yeah. And so, she runs off and, <clears throat> so, Forge and, like, so, Ed's talking to Forge, he's like, so give me the tablet so mm-hmm. we can get out of here. Yeah. And uh, Forrest says, I don't think I'll be doing that. And this is, mm-hmm. you see that, that turn. Yeah, yeah. And then as he's saying that, Sophina walks in because mm-hmm. he's still working with her. Yeah. And she's um, still creepy as hell. Still creepy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> robe, though. Yeah, nice robe. Yeah, fancy <laughs> robe now, but yeah, still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so you see that. Uh, um, they so uh, Ford says that you know he knows that they've been lying this whole mm-hmm. time that they didn't get out of prison they escaped yeah oh yes I think yeah that's when Kira runs out because that was like another proof of like Ford yeah. being like see they've been lying to you here's mm-hmm. the flyer that so says you see it. yeah there's yeah. their their wanted poster and so Ford says to turn them in mm-hmm. uh, and collect the bounty yeah and so. Um, this is after Kira's already left. So Kira's yeah, already yeah. left, so she doesn't she, know yeah, that she, Forge is still like, yeah, I'm still going to send your dad back to prison because yeah. I'm not nice. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, the guards take them off um, to be executed. Because, yeah, yeah Sophina's like, he's like, turn them in, collect the banish. Sophina's like, nah, nah, we killing these dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a true villain. Yeah, yeah she, she's a villain. Yeah, for sure. And so the guards go to take them off to execute them. And you see um, <laughs> the first thing uh, Ed says is like, you got this? He's like, well, I know you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Hoga starts chatting up the, the executioner because he has this really nice axe, which once again, I assumed was a thing maybe. especially And then later on, maybe because of yeah. how it ended up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so she starts asking about the axe, how he cleaned it, where he got it from, because yeah. she recognizes the for, the the forger's. Yeah. Is it what is it the the blacksmith blacksmith? Mark there we go. Yeah, sorry, haft of the axe. Um, but she's doing this while she like to distract him while she's like digging up the dirt, and I'm like, she's, she's di- yeah, she's digging up a um a, a 
stone. Yeah, yeah, stone or brick in the ground. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so he, they get the signal. She, you know, incapacitates. Oh, she's fighting off the guard. Yeah, fights all these people off. Like, she gets breaks her uh, handcuffs or rope around. And just, she has a brick. Like, mm. a big, heavy brick stone. And she's just beating the crap out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris Pine's like, you got this. You're doing great. Yeah, like, like, he's like, so, he's literally trying to get out of his rope. So, he's like rubbing the ropes on the steps. He yeah. couldn't even get out of it while rubbing it on a, a blade. Because yeah. like, I was sitting there. It was like, I think the bit went on too long mm-hmm. with him like trying to get out of the ropes because yeah. it's like she's knocking all these people out they all have swords so yeah. like obviously there's sharper things mm-hmm. to be um and she was kicking ass she, she, i think once again the action scenes were great yeah they were yeah they were really good action scenes yeah and so they uh <laughs> they knock out oh chris sorry ed knocks out the final guard yeah see he was a hero all right so <laughs> at the very end he gets out of his restraints and he uses his loot to hit, like hit the final guard in the yeah head. so now helga has a new axe mm-hmm. and they escape the city and they're saying we need to we need to get kira out of there yeah and just as through this entire time because we don't need to tell you every joke that's happening mm-hmm. but once she's talking to the guard she's like oh how do you clean it he's like linseed oil she's like oh you need to do it once a week not once a month it's getting rusty mm-hmm. and on the way before they leave and she's like but first and he's like yes i know we need to get linseed oil and then they go <laughs> off There's just a ton of like little dry humor mm-hmm. spots in this entire moment up to this time we just can't tell you i think it one. did play well i think the chemistry between Ed and um, Holga was really good. Yeah, the platonic chemistry, because early on someone yes. said too, like, "Oh, your husband married." Though, I, and I appreciate this, and I'm gonna say it later too. But they both were like, oh, "What? No, we're not. No, ew, gross." It wasn't like a, a shy thing. We're just yeah. like they turned to. It was like they thought about it. It was like you shut your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. But it was one of those where part of me for a second thought, "Oh, okay, so that's the love interest that's going to happen mm. in this movie." Yeah. Spoiler: There's no love interest in this movie. Interest. Yeah, I think it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't drag. It down yeah um, great yeah I so that. they escape the city and they realize like um they so now they want they want to get Kiara but they realize there's no way for them to uh sneak into the you know nevermore is a it's a castle so yeah. it's a fortress Neverwinter. Neverwinter. winter god damn it what is nevermore Ugh. Nevermore. Uh, is that Ed the Raven? Po, the Raven. Ed, yeah, Ed Brown Pope. Am I educated? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know things. Let me, <laughs> it's streaming we'll together. The, yeah. We'll talk about the education thing later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, they realize that they need they need a team yep. in order to get back into Neverwinter. Time to get the team together. So they go and find Simon. Mm-hmm. And that was another joke. It was like, it's been two years. Maybe he's a better sorcerer. Yeah. And you see he's basically performing. It's like on a Vegas show. Yeah. Uh, of like a Vegas magician performing. He's just doing like a trick where he like lights his finger on fire. Yeah. Very like shitty magic. Yeah. yeah. But he's stealing stuff from everyone Yeah, so you do see time. while he's distracting them with the magic, there is another spell collecting mm-hmm. all the jewels and bracelets and stuff like that from the, um, from the, the audience. Yeah, so maybe he has gotten a little better. A tad. Yeah. And then so he um, he recognizes uh, Ed and Holga, and this is when the facade drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, audience recognizes that he's stealing from them, so they yeah. go to, a, to attack him. And he uses one of his... I didn't know what that thing was. So that was like uh, the little chaos thing on the side. I yeah. think that's maybe... I don't fully know, because again, I'm not the expert on mm-hmm. this, honestly. But like it's that's how he like cast his spells. And he said it was like a chaos spell. So okay. like with chaos spells, it's like you're trying for one, but anything can happen. Got it. Okay. So I think that's why he had like then like an anti-gravity spell happen, yeah. which threw everyone up in the air mm-hmm. and down. So that was really cool. But yeah, so <laughs> Simon, Hoga, Ed, Escape. Yeah. And they're talking about how, you know, how, and this is when you realize that, um, 
Simon had said that as soon as they had left the that forge after uh, Hogan and Ed got trapped, yeah, that Sophina tried to kill him as well. So yep. he, he just knew that forge was no good. Yeah. Um, so the yeah. fact he got out away from Sophina, I feel like that's a story in its own. Yeah, I know, right? Because yeah. I've seen that man's match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so now they're um, talking about how to. They need to find a way into the. Necromancer, like, vault or the keep. Because a bunch of rich people from Baldur's Gate and um, uh, Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep are coming and storing yeah. their mm. goods in there. So they want to break in. Yeah, so they said, it, yeah, so yeah, you're right. They not, they don't only want to rescue rescue Kira, even though she doesn't need to be rescued, in my yeah. opinion. Um, <laughs> it was a bad guy holding her, and she should be with she, him. He hasn't been bad at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they want to rescue Kira and then also get revenge on Forge by stealing... Um, yeah. Uh, robbing the the, the vault, mm-hmm. but in order to rob the vault, they or in order to do any of that, they need someone to go in yeah. so to let them know kind of what to um, what to expect when they get in there. So yeah. they want a druid. Yeah, so they want a druid who can like wild shape, and then yes. they can like go in. There might have been another reason for the druid, but then yeah, I'm wild pretty sure. I thought spy. it was just to just to spy in. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so. Obviously, Simon says he knows mm-hmm. a, a druid. They used to. He tried to court her. Yeah, and so we. This is where we meet um, Doric. Doric. Yeah, and they think that it's this like uh, woman about to be executed. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, uh, Doric is um, the horse. Yeah, she's. <laughs> it's. I guess she's. Um, Infiltrated the, the 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 guard as a horse, yeah. And then as soon as um, the woman is about to be executed, she shapeshifts into a an owl bear, owl bear, a classic owl bear. Yeah. Oh, once again, these names. Yeah. <laughs> In Magic: The Gathering, an owl bear is a two colorless, two green, <laughs> four four creature, which you draw a card when it enters the battlefield. But or so <laughs> she, yeah, she turns into an owl bear, saves the the woman about to be executed, returns her to their to their their village. Yep. And initially, she tells her story about how, like, she's half human, half something else. Tiefling. Yes. She was born, she's a half tiefling born, apparently she was born of human parents. I don't remember how tiefling lore, but I guess that can happen. Yeah. Sure. And so she really doesn't trust humans because all they do is lie. Like, And these, the people that she were, she lives with now was the ones that took her in. Yeah, the druids. So, um. Druids like nature. They, you know, Ed's trying to tell her, like, well, you know, we have Simon the Sorcerer, the Barbarian, I'm the Planner. Yeah. And it was, like, interesting, because this was also in a trailer, it was just like, well, now that the plan's done, what, what is your, what is your, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, if the plan fails, then I'll come up with another plan. And he was like, so you make bad plans? You make bad plans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make bad plans? That's just how this works? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um... She's a convinced to go to because she also doesn't like Forge. So yeah. apparently Forge has been um, because they wouldn't, um, I guess, yield to him. Or yeah, Forge is going to the forest. He's chopping down the trees yeah. and destroying the forest, which is fucking with the druids. And when the druids say anything bad about him or anything like that, then Forge executes him. Yeah. So he's a, Forge isn't a nice guy. Yeah. So she wants revenge on Forge as well. So that's why she helps him, even though she's wary of uh, humans. I think the only human there is Ed. Uh, well, I mean, Holga's still... Holga? Holga's... Uh, I don't know the... I don't know Yeah, that. I'd say Holga's somewhat, he, at least mostly human. She's a barbarian, but that's usually a human barbarian. But anyway, anyway. so she still decides to help them, so she um, transforms into a fly yeah. to be, you know, a fly on a wall in a castle to kind of get the layout of the castle and also um, to find out where the, um, the treasures are being held. Yeah. But as she's, you know, um, at the... At the door of the treasure, yeah. like learning about Sophina's, like ch- telling that there's some 
some spell on the door. Yeah. Um, so Fina, Mordecai and Sigil. Mordecai is a very powerful sorcerer. Yeah. So, um, so Fina <laughs> recognizes that there is a, sh- a shapeshifter among them. Yeah. And she gives, so she gives chase, and it was like a really cool scene. We it see, was. Yeah. You see, um, Dork trying to get away, so mm-hmm. she goes from a fly to a rat. And then she sneaks into a body of armor that's mm-hmm. been on the wall yeah. and turns into herself, tries to walk away, gets chased again. And mm-hmm. it was just like, so she's just running through the city, shapeshifting into different yeah. animals um, to escape. And okay. she finally um, escapes um, the Neverwinter uh, as a deer. As a deer, yeah. And then runs. <laughs> and that was another joke. Yeah, so earlier she was like, Holga is very straight, you know, very much like the straight man of all of this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so you could be a deer and sneak into the castle. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but yeah, it's end, like, yeah, so she could blend up with the other deer. <laughs> the deer there, yeah. But then at the end, she escapes the village as a deer. So Holga's like looking all smooth. Like, so, so I did notice that there was like a stag or something on her on mm-hmm. her thing. So maybe that's why she was like big with the deer. Yeah, I, maybe, I think she was the elk. Like that was like oh, okay. the clan of the elk or something okay. like that. Yeah. But, um, so now they know that the, whatever Mordecai and sigil sigil yeah. is on the door. So the only way for them to, I could be pronouncing that wrong. Sorry. D and D fans. The only way for them to break in would be to either for Simon to be a 10 times better sorcerer, which okay. we do not have time for. Yeah. <laughs> or for them to get this helmet. Yes. Um, but it was lost in you know battle, disjunction. Yeah, it was lost in battle years ago. So like they don't even know where it is. But luckily, and this is what I'm saying, the pacing was great because yeah. it was just like we need to do this and then this and then this. It is like a D and D campaign because yeah. like you'll do a lore check characters and like one of the characters, a good DM will be like, oh my backstory of blah blah blah, and then they can bring that into the next because mm-hmm. magically every character in the party, deep in like their ancestral knowledge, knows everything you need to be successful. Mm-hmm. Those are like fun campaigns. And yeah. so. Holga tells them that oh her people fought mm-hmm. um, over for the helmet oh for the helmet so yeah. like they should know where it is so mm-hmm. like they travel they go to travel to a graveyard oh, like the oh the battlefield that turned into a graveyard yeah um, of her you know of her people because uh, Simon has a talisman that could bring people back to life yeah it brings zombies back so you can ask them questions yes but you can only ask them five questions so this is if you and this is funny because yeah. at the time um, uh, Dork says. Five seems arbitrary. Right? <laughs> it's just the rules. I know it's just the rules. So. I rolled the fucking die. It said five. What do you want? But on the way to um, Hoga, the, to the graveyard. Yeah. Sorry, it was just because this was so funny. And the, everyone's like, "Can't you just magic it?" And he's like, "Magic just doesn't work like that." And then at the end, it's like, "Well, I guess we could ask questions." And they're like, "Actually," and then he's like, Wait, "So we can't do magic? What do we do?" And he's like, "Actually, my magic can do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, what a funny movie." Yeah. <laughs> and so on the way to the graveyard, uh, Hoga stops at her ex-husband's house mm-hmm. because they had mentioned earlier when they were going to go uh, see Forge, find out what Forge was. Yeah. That they were going to stop at her ex-husband's house, and uh, Ed tells her, "He's like, he's not your husband anymore. He sent you a letter in prison saying that like you know are no longer together." Yeah. And she's like still caught up on him. So like um, they go to his house. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Um, to just collect a few of her things. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door and you see that it's one Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. and he is a halfling. He's a halfling. Like, <laughs> this was the one thing I think Mike mentioned it. The CGI halflings were not as good as like the Lord of the Rings halflings yeah. because mm-hmm. they used practical effects for CGI. Yeah. But it was still hysterical to see. And it's, that's what was crazy because of, like all the creatures were great. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have owl bears on set. Like, yeah. I mean, well, there were still like that. <laughs> well, they borrowed the cocaine bear and they just put an owl mask on top of it. <laughs> but it was just like, that's what was interesting. It was just like the, the one thing that 
lacked was this the uh, and it was a, the depth perception of yeah. the halfling. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah, because there were other halflings in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just Bradley Cooper. But anyway, so she goes to her ex husband's house. So they sit. They talk. Um, he has a new uh, a, a new giant woman. new girlfriend who is yeah. very similar to Hulk, yeah, yeah. like another barbarian, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he tells her that, and it was interesting too because it was just like he was saying that like he like she was saying that she left her clan for him, mm-hmm. and he was saying like, well, he really fought to like yeah. make her happy because of the, because she had sacrificed so much yeah. for him. but she never could never let it go but she could never let it go so it was like that's why he mm-hmm. you know and she, he was all he was like he didn't know where she was she was yeah well because she was a thief so i guess they didn't show it but they were married while they were doing all yeah. the thieving mm-hmm. and all the other stuff so it's like she left her clan for him but she couldn't let go of the fact that she left her clan for him and she was upset about that which also isn't fair to him because yeah. he's trying to make a life he was like i made this house for us i'm trying to do mm-hmm. all this but then she would be out like stealing and like filling the mm-hmm. void in other ways by like hanging out with Ed, so yeah. still not not a healthy relationship. Yeah. So good for Bradley Cooper, halfling guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they go that separate ways amicably. She yeah. takes um, this walking stick that she had given him, yeah. and then they go to the graveyard, and it's a, a funny scene where like yeah. they're um, resurrecting. Well, not funny, but also very informative. Yeah, uh, where they're resurrecting uh, men that died on the battlefield mm-hmm. um, for the helmet. So the first guy, once again, it's five questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If it's any question that gets asked in general, this you might have seen in the trailer, but any question that gets asked, the guy's going to answer. Yeah, so and it like, counts. Yeah, and it counts. Yeah, so he's like, he's looking, talking to Simon. Does that count as a question? The guy's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so they work their way. They find out that the um, at one point the king of like or at least the leader of the mm-hmm. clan of Holga's clan had the helmet, mm-hmm. and he told a guy to ride off with it. Yeah. Um, but that guy is ultimately uh, shot down. Mm-hmm. But the last thing he remembers is... Uh, Zank. Uh, yeah, Zank. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to him, and he was a, a wizard of... So he was from Thayer? I don't think he was... Like, so yeah, but he was a Therian. They go what, a Therian or some, something? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so he was a Therian. So like the, it's the assumption that they're all evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that's but, not true. Yeah, so Zank the Therian comes up to him, and he, instead of like giving him a killing blow, he kind of like... Caresses him and like really helps him get onto that next plane. Yeah. And the guy uh, tells Zank to take the helmet and mm-hmm. hide it. Yeah. So now they, you know, they know uh, mm-hmm. where they need to go. And instead of oh, that was another thing too. It was just like uh, Ed would ask the guy a question, and once he a question, and once he knew enough, mm-hmm. he would just walk away. But it was like no, you. You yeah. still have a few questions, <laughs> There's two questions left because a guy can't die again yeah. until you ask him questions. So he, the first guy he asked him was like, "What's your favorite uh, book?" Or what's two plus two? And the guy was like, "I'm not good at math," and then dies. And then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> but the last guy he asked him his favorite book, and he uh, goes, "Oh, well, that's just a you know, in a nutshell, yeah, I, who I could pick just one." Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah. But then he didn't ask him the last question, so and they just, just walk away. Yeah. But now they go to now they need to find Zank, mm-hmm. and they they're all. They're all very knowledgeable about Zank. Um, yeah. And Ed doesn't like him because he doesn't like any of the ther- Therians. people from Therians. Yeah. Because they killed his wife. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they find Zank and he's in some village. Like he helps uh, rescue a... Um, Wait. Jeanette Ron- uh, How do you pronounce his name? Uh, Ray Jean Page? Yes. Ray Jean Page. Yeah, not Jeanette. Yeah, Ray Jean Page. He does a phenomenal job as like a paladin and like straight mm-hmm. man. But like the first time you see him, because people know him from Bridgerton especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he is such like an elegance and grace about him. Yeah. And he like does that to the extreme here. So you see him and like. there's oh, like he's a just big, walking through. Just yeah, like, he's just like. 
rips off his coat and like just walking. Like, I believe it's line. a tunic, sir. A tunic, uh, like his whatever. <laughs> and he like goes up and he's like, "I'm here." And he like puts a hand on the fish to yeah. like get a child out of the fish. So it's just such a great introduction of who is this dude? <laughs> but he does it so well. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Was like he gave um, the paladin the same grace that. Um, uh, Henry Cavill gave mm-hmm. the guy from um, uh, the Witcher, the Witcher, oh, Geralt. Yeah. It's just like you, he he knows yes the 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 attributes and stuff you like that. Believe so he, this he plays dude. it off. Yeah, he's an awkward, righteous, lawful, good paladin, <laughs> and I'm like, that was perfect. Yeah. So uh, they you know talk to uh, Zank. Zank. I asked him about the helmet, and he's like a little wary at first, but then he tell uh, like he they mentioned Forge and mm-hmm. uh, and Sophina. Yeah. And he recognizes her as a red wizard, mm-hmm. and he says, um, you know, he mentions that, like how his in his um, experience with the red wizard. Yeah. So like, uh, because he's a harper now, he knows yeah. that um, Ed was a past harper. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so he tells a story about how, uh, it, like years prior, mm-hmm. Zaz. Zaz Tab, yeah, I don't remember, uh, and uh, a big red uh, red wizard. Um, Basically corrupted all of the all of the Thor Therians. Therians, sorry. Yeah. Um, big dead tree spell. Yeah, right. using using the spell and that horn that mm-hmm. uh, Sophina was looking for. Yeah. It's like calls down this tr- giant tree, goes on the horn, spits out all this like red smoky gas. Yeah, and, and anybody who inhales the gas becomes the undead. Yeah, like it takes their it like destroys their soul and they yes. become like undead soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was and it, that's what he was saying, it was like Parents were like turning on children yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It was just like they were just working. That themselves. was a great sequence and it made me jump a little bit. Yeah. I'm not, me too. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Jumped. yeah. So like he's going down, he's like, parents would turn on children. And like his parents are like pushing yeah, him so ahead you, of the yeah, smoke. Yeah, so you, see, you just see this red, the red smoke and yeah. then like out jumps. Yeah. You know, out to, jumps his parents at him. And then that's why like the fairy and sigil gets seared into his forehead. Yeah, so it's reason. like he kind of inhales it, but not enough I guess to so. be turned. Because yeah. everybody, all anybody that inhales it, you see the sigils on their head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets it a bit, but not enough. Yeah. Um, and that's why like he's able to live so long and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Cause like, one of the assassins brings that up later. Okay. Yeah. yeah and right. so anyway, so he tells his backstory. Um, he says he trusts them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he wants to give them the helmet. So they go to, they the, make Ed, and he makes Ed promise to give the gold yes, to all the yeah, people of mm-hmm. Neverwinter. Yeah. And so, uh, they go to the Underdark. Well, they go to this underground that's dark. <laughs> what is it called? Underdark, Underdark, yeah. <laughs> so they go to the Underdark to collect the helmet, and it's like, bro, why wouldn't you just throw it in a like, like the Lord of the Rings when they, or um, no, it was Justice League when they had the, the one of the mother boxes, and oh, he, yeah. all that, like, so the 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 Athenians did one thing, or mm-hmm. the Amazonians did one thing, the yeah. Aqua people did oh, one, right, right, yeah. and then the humans just literally put it in a in a in a, a shallow grave. Yeah, it was yeah. like, why couldn't you do one of those? There like, you go, on. easy peasy. <laughs> I think, and before this, while this is happening, we get the flashback to, well, not flashback, but we see Sophina and yes. Forge again, because, and then Sophina's talking to the, uh, one of the, Sast, uh, yeah, I thought it was like Sast We assume, there's, yeah, there's Sast Tam she's talking to, but then she's, which, yeah, so you oh, yeah, yeah, that. so, yeah, so one, you find out that Forge knows that Sophina is a red wizard, yeah, uh, because she just she's just pretending in her yeah. her uh, navy blue cloaks. Yeah, she's like in her office and like she has everything else. You see all the sigils. She turns red, and then Forge comes in and he's like, "You should put your hood on. What are you doing? That's a terrible <laughs> idea." And you're like, "Oh no, Forge yeah, knows all right. this." Sorry, and yeah, back. and then also you see that she. Um, Recruits uh, assass- an assassin, yeah, a fair assassin, and yeah. to to chase uh, to chase Ed and Holga. Yeah, 
And then, yeah, that was a cool scene because she, um, they're talking in a different language, and yeah. he says, as they're walking, you have uh, Forge's guards behind him, mm-hmm. and she says, um, oh, and one last thing, the guards behind me uh, let the um, yeah, let, let them, them escape, and so he just <laughs> murders yeah. all of them. So with that, I will say. Those guards are like, do you not just think these people are ominous as shit? Like, they literally come Bro, out. Bro, I'm just a guard. Like, I got a family. <laughs> so, but the guard's just sitting there. And they're like, I'm doing my two-year stint in the army. Could you imagine? And then I'm getting out. <laughs> you're a guard, and you're like, God, I got to, like, hang out with this creepy-ass wizard lady who doesn't say anything, and what the hell? And then another one well, comes? It's just the henchman code, all right? I like, so. I don't ask questions. I'm not, that's above my pay grade, guy. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah. Um, I chase the uh, look. I fight the bad guy one at a time, obviously, and then I just go home to my family. Hopefully, <laughs> I would like to know as well because I don't. Is Sophina an undead as well? I, I assume so. I don't know. I mean, well, actually, I mean, yeah, she might be a higher a yeah, ranking, right? That's the uh, thought. I have no idea. I don't know fully. She said. I guess she seemed like it at the end towards like. Yeah, she did seem like one of the undead people at the end. Um, yeah, but anyway, so they go to the Underdark. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, collect the helmet, yeah. and so this is—I think this is a funny part too. Yeah. It was just like so they get to this bridge, mm-hmm. and I think this is steeped in the D and D lore. Where it was just yeah. like, all right, so you need to step on an odd, yeah, oh yeah, that was a step, <laughs> an bro. odd block, and then like move over. It doesn't matter if you go right or left, but you need mm-hmm. to follow a certain sequence. And then in the middle of the gate, you need to switch to even blocks. Mm-hmm. And he's going through this really intricate, detailed thing. You see Ed and Hoga like, yep, got it, got it. all right, yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> Simon steps off to the side. Accidentally steps on a bridge because he doesn't know where it starts, yeah. <laughs> and the whole he does the sequence wrong, and oh, the whole thing crumbles. <laughs> uh, but it was just so funny. Like, Ray J. John Page is just like giving his intricate details, yeah. like listen it to me. Yeah, listen to everything. But then at the end, like like Zank is just like staring at him, like something like, <laughs> and like in the best way of being like he's so pissed, but he can't be that pissed because he's a paladin. But yeah. he's so pissed. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Simon notices the walking. St- uh, walking stick or staff or whatever that Hoga had taken back from her mm-hmm. ex-husband and he notices that she says she got it off a wizard yeah. and he recogn- recognizes it as a hither and thither a hither thither staff staff which nice. once again these fucking names hither thither yeah. um, and what it does is it opens up a portal like opens mm-hmm. up two portals to, yeah. to hither and thither I assume. Yeah. and so they use that to traverse the um the Underdark. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, instead of just, like, they don't even need the no Yeah, they don't, they don't need the bridge or anything yeah. like that. And then there's a scene with the, um, they encounter um, the creatures. The intellective hours? Yes. Yes. That and was it was, like, so these just giant, no, not giant brains, but these big brains yeah. uh, on four legs. And it was, like, if they um, sense any intellect, yeah. they will devour your brain and take over your body. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's three of them, <laughs> three of the, these uh, creatures that just walk past everyone. And uh, Ed goes, well, that was a kind of insulting. <laughs> insulting. And it does such a great job of, like, he, Zank is explaining what these things are for the people that don't know. Mm. And they, they, it looks all ominous as they're going. Mm. And then you just walk by everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. It was a, a band of dum-dums, yeah. apparently. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and so um, they, get the, they get the helmet, mm-hmm. finally, and then they get a... Um, a ambush by the assassins sent mm-hmm. by Sofina. Zank just beats Zank, the, the fuck out of him. You can see that they've had um, dealings before. Yeah. The For main the record, guy in Zank said. Paladins aren't allowed to use projectile weapons, so the sword probably can't be used. But, you know, other than that, it was pretty good. Uh, so does that take down your <laughs> ranking, sir? <Yeah. laughs> Two out of five. No. And so, uh, yeah, they get the helmet. They, Zank fights off the... Um, 
the assassins, but he says that, you know, you can't kill what's mm. already dead. So, yeah. like, they all rise. Which um, was crazy, because it's just this whole great battle scene, like, slitting throats, whatever. And then, yeah, then they all just come back up, like, ready for round two. And I was like, that was, that's both awesome and terrifying. Yeah. And yeah. then, so, like, they try to, they all try to escape, and then <laughs> they encounter... Jabba the dragon. The <laughs> dragon uh, that lords over uh, the Underdark. And um, it is possibly a, a, a plus-size dragon. He's a fat dragon. Like, imagine Jabba the Hutt as a dragon, and that's his dragon. It's and that's what was funny, because it was just like, bro, your wings are useless, Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did he yeah. eat his last hunt out or whatever? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, they run from the dragon. They use um, <clears throat> Simon's little flame trick, too. Because yeah. the, the dragon keeps trying to spark flames, so you see... And that's what's always interesting. I love that... It's too fat to breathe fire. I was like, the yeah. design of dragons, where it shows how they breathe fire. Yeah. So you can see in the dragon's mouth that he's, he's like, setting sparks, like, yeah. or whatever, but, it, or like, as if it was, like, a lighter, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not catching flame. Yeah, I guess he breathes out the gas, and, yeah, yeah the sparks, yeah. So and really so cool. they use that, like, once again, Ed being the planner, they yeah. use that to, uh, to break out. Yeah. Question. If the dragon eats one of the assassins of Thayer, even though they're undead and come back, will they come back? I don't know. Yeah, right? Don't or if you know. dismember them, will they come back? I don't, don't know. know. There's, the questions need to be answered. <laughs> <laughs> and so they break out of the Underdark. They have the helmet now. Zank goes away because I assume plot reasons. And in such <laughs> great video game Dungeons & Dragons fashion, when like ever a character leaves the party, they just walk in a straight line yeah. away. And Chris Pine's like, look at him. He's just walking in a straight line. He was like, oh, coming to a rock. Coming to a rock. What's no, he going to do? Right over around. It's a big rock. He's like, you going to go around? No, he just walks up and down the rock. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and so we get a scene where like they had... Um, in order to, so the whole purpose of getting a helmet um, was to because it um, nullifies any enchantments or something like that mm-hmm. around it. But you need to but attune you need to attune it. to it. So Simon was saying earlier that he couldn't. So like now he has six hours to try. Yeah. And so he puts on the helmet and he gets visited by his great grandfather, like great great grandfather, yeah, who was yeah. a great sorcerer. Yeah. Um, but he's blocking him out from attuning to the. Yeah, uh, calling him to, a loser, calling yeah. him stupid. Yeah, uh, tuning to the helmet. So uh, Ed says, "Well, you have six hours to do it." Yeah, and he tries and tries and tries, can't do it. So now they need to come up with another plan. Mm-hmm. And so they decide they they realize that um, they don't need to get into the vault. They just know need a way into the vault. So yeah, Wallace. This is a I love this part from the movie as like message from the movie. So he you know Simon wakes up Ed and he's mm-hmm. like I can't do it. I told you I couldn't do this. You know why did you make me do it? And everyone gets and this was also though a little bit. I'm like I mean it's the third act. Yeah, right, third right. act. So I'm just, at the same time I'm like I mean why are you that mad? Like he was believing in you, especially yeah. the other two. They're like I mean he was trying to give the sorcerer a chance. Yeah. Like I thought he could do it, mm-hmm. which honestly you shouldn't be hated on for believing in your friends, but. He gives a great speech about like failures, and he's like, "The only way you fail is when you stop trying. Yeah. Because as long as you keep trying, you're never truly a failure mm-hmm. because you haven't failed yet." Yeah. And I thought that was a phenomenal message of the movie. I was, like, I yawned. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> was that what you? I yawned. No, I we get it. awesome. I loved it. Then yeah. we learn uh, why he's fighting so hard because of the f- why Ed's fighting so hard. Yeah. Because of the fact that mm-hmm. at, when he was a Harper, yeah, being that he wasn't paid well, he he stole. Gold from uh, one of the um, of the red red uh, wizards that yeah. they had captured, and the Harpers just let that wizard out real quick. And the 
<laughs> and the the Red Wizards marked their goal. Mm-hmm. So like that's why he was targeted. It wasn't because of the fact that they were getting revenge. They yeah. were just getting their gold back. Yeah, they knew where the gold was, which <laughs> makes sense because even when they they kind of looked at each other, you know, the they literally looked past him. Yeah, and he was like, I don't care. I have my gold. Yeah, back. yeah fuck off. Yeah. And so yeah, that's why he's fighting so hard because he feels like he's the reason why his wife died. He no, br- he's, he's the reason. He yeah. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> so they come up with another plan to use the hit of their um, staff. Yeah. To and that, I thought that was really cool. That too. was so cool. Yeah. And so they they take a a portrait mm-hmm. and they put it in, on the the um, the carriage um, that's going to be taken to mm-hmm. like with all the gold from the rich people. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be taken into the into the vault. And I thought that was that was an interesting thing. That was a really cool sequence of like putting it up. Then like they open the other portal so they can like take out the yeah. you know, the wood beams of bottoms. Mm-hmm. She goes in, moves it in, and then gets out. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really cool sequence. And so then they. They, they go to the um, to Neverwinter. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of split off. So like you have oh no actually well they're in a they're in a room trying to trying to use the hither yeah. the, the the portal but the portrait has been is, they put is, it face down it falls over so they they can't get into why the, would they store it like that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so since they can't get into the vault this is a, they once again thinking on their feet coming up with another plan so they split off. Um, Doric stays to try to um, to like cut into the ground because yeah, she's, yeah, any any leeway she can turn into a worm to get into the room. Yep. Uh, then you have uh, what's his name uh, the the Simon Simon yeah he still has the helmet so he's like now we need to go back to Plan A where like you 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 attune yeah. to the helmet we go to Plan C which is Plan A yeah. plan- <laughs> it's yeah. renamed it's renamed. Plan A has you know stink all over yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah to attune to the um to the to the helmet to break right. into the mm-hmm. to the vault and then Ed, so Holga and Simon are doing that and Ed's going to grab Kira yes yeah and so all at once you see um. It was, it was a really cool scene. So you see Simon finally attunes to the helmet. Basically, it was just like, he needed confidence. Yeah, it like, was himself holding something. Yeah. Like, he gets pissed off, punches his great-great-grandfather in the face, and it's actually him. And yeah. he's like, it's about time you can yeah. do this. So he attunes to the helmet, opens the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, opens the uh, the vault. So he and Helga are in the vault. Uh, Doric finally uh, chisels her way mm-hmm. uh, into, the, into the vault yeah. and turns into a room right as she was about to get caught. Um, so she's in the vault as well, and then uh, Ed is with Kira, to, giving her the speech about like he is wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but he you know wants to do right, and then all at once, mm-hmm. uh, Kira turns out to be Sophina, mm-hmm. so she captures Ed. Uh, the vault that Holga and Simon have broken into is actually it's it's empty, it's empty into trap, it's a trap, yeah. and so they get captured, and then Doric, it, it pissed me off because it was just like. So you can shape shift into anything. Yeah. She realized that she's not in the vault. She's underneath the, mm-hmm. the the stadium or whatever. And she sees guards taking the treasures and, and loading it into a boat. Yeah. And she stays as herself. Yeah. Like, the, like, why did she sneak around as something else? Yeah, so like, and she gets snuck up on because of it. Knocked yeah. Out. So she gets knocked out. So they all are. And um, so they're about to be executed mm-hmm. by um, um, Sophia. Tentacle monster. Yeah. 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 But uh, what's his name? Ed convinces... Well, first they do the the villain the villain thing where he was like, "I can't stand to see you die." Yeah. So I won't. I'll so wait. I walk away. And was, I was just yeah. like, "Oh, so they're gonna break out?" Like, yeah. but um, Ed giving uh, like using um, 
like tr- like basically tricking yeah. uh, for his charm. Yes, yeah. yeah, using his charm is like, well, let us um, fight in the in the game. Yeah, well, it's, it's Sophina because Forge is like, no, 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 it's much well, better. Well, Ed says it. Forge is like, no, let's yeah, just no. kill you. Yeah, but yeah. Sophina, which is weird because it's a twist, yeah, a, a twist in her motivation. So I think the reason why she's like, oh, they killed my assassins, they did this. I think she was like really looking forward to them being assassins yeah. themselves. That's my thought. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, oh, because of the, her plan. Got yeah, it. because of the plan. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, but yeah, so he convinces uh, Forge to let them participate in the games. Yeah, and so they all, you know, start participating in the games, and it was like the first thing is a maze. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, and it's like it's a ama- It's not shifting, but it's it's uh, deleting itself as it like yeah. uh, line by line as it goes. And in it, there's like chests, there's mimics, there's so this is where you get the dungeon. So yeah. you get like the oh, there is a, du- a dungeon. I think of a dungeon with a, a cap on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then you get like the jelly cube monster. You get this panther that can shoot illusions. I'm blanking on what it's actually called. But yeah, the ooze. And then like you get a mimic as a treasure chest, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then like they're running through. People are dying left and right. Yeah. A bunch of adventurers are doing this, and yeah. they're all just getting slaughtered. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Yeah. Um. So Doric. Realizes that obviously the um, parts of the, the the maze are going down mm-hmm. beneath the you know beneath the stadium, so they jump into um, what is it the the cube yeah the yeah. Um, gelatinous cube yes. gelatinous, yeah they jump into the cube and uh, I think dissolves you to the bone for the yes stomach. if you're in there long enough yes yeah yeah so they they need people to pull them out so what happens is um, they jump in. Uh, Doric leaves just an, like her finger out of it, mm-hmm. and then transforms into a snake because obviously it was like forming around her yeah, yeah. human form. So she transforms to a snake, gets out, pulls everybody out, mm-hmm. and then they go to escape. Um, they go to uh, to the ship. They yeah. are that because um, she recognizes that she's underneath the stadium again. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the ship, recognize that it has all of the treasure that was yeah. in the vault, mm-hmm. and at the same time, Forge. Is escaping with with Kira, Kira, because he's done his job before yeah. uh, Sophina, right? Because yeah, Forge knows exactly what's about to happen, yeah. and he looks at me. He's like, "So we good? I can get out of here." Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Get the hell out of my city!" And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> and so uh, there's a scene where like Forge, uh, well, like they Forge is with Kira and with and uh, the rest of the band, and uh, Ed, you know, tells her he was like, "This is what I look for. It's the Tablet of Resurrection. Mm-hmm. I, like I would never leave you yeah. for any like dumb reason like that." And so, um, They're, they kind of like get the drop on Forge. So then Forge responds in kind by whipping out a knife and holding it to Kira's throat. Yeah. And it's like, well, there you go. And That's so how you know he's not a knife. Hoga throws guy. a potato at him, yep. which I was like, bro, he has a knife at her neck. Yeah. You yeah. never know what the, what, like, the action is. That is true. Be. Yeah. Cause you could like hit with hit. Cause if I assume I, I would just come. Yeah. 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 Oh shit. She's dead. Well, yeah. awkward. But yeah, I thought that was the first thing I thought, but yeah, so they, um, Get Kira, steal the ship, and you know, ride off. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Sophina, now that the stadium is full of yeah. people, um, she takes the horn. Um, she starts doing these incantations, and all the rich people are just like, "Can you not do that here?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you was, doing? Yeah. They're much like ignoring uh, like uh, somebody on the train, and the subway was like. Man, I don't care about the, the return of Jesus. Can you please quiet Can you just, down? Just get it out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so she does these incantations. Um, the horn, you know, starts, uh, I think it's talking about the, the tree or whatever. Yeah, the, the, the death tree thing. Death I don't, tree. I'm not 100% sure. It's yeah. called the death tree. And so the smoke, first the smoke um, comes through the horn and like, trend, like starts killing all of the rich people. Yeah. 
And then, like... Um, but right before this, I guess they do see yes. that it's like, oh, shit, something's going down. And then, like, you know, uh, Ed looks at his Harper book, too. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, no, we have to go back yeah. and save it. So yeah. they use the hitter thither because they realize that um, they need to save the people. Yep, yeah. And so they use the hitter thither. I hate saying it so much. Staff. Say three times fast. I, I can't. I, I shan't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they project it onto this blimp. Yeah. Um, that that is like kind of circling the the castle and into the into the boat. Yeah. So that all of the treasure is like falling out of the sky, mm-hmm. and so the people leave the stadium. Yeah. Because Forge had said that there was a big surprise for them at the end. Yes. He meant them turning into their assassin. People. Yeah. Yeah. But. They think that this is the... And so all of the people escape the stadium, mm-hmm. which, unplausible. Yeah, it did. Very, <laughs> I, was, I was like, that doesn't fool them. They, just, they don't have enough time. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have enough time. Movie's got a movie. Yeah, movie's got a movie. And yeah. so the people escape, and then... Um, so Except for the rich ones. They're still... Yeah, the rich ones are all dead. Which yeah. they don't address. They don't, they don't address that at all. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They're just like, yep, yeah, that's fine. And so you see the band uh, fight. Like, so they go to fight um, mm-hmm. Sophina. Yeah, because there's only so far the cloud can go as yeah. well. So like mm-hmm. people, they, that's why they all had to be collected. Down. Yeah, once and so there, yeah, once, once she realizes that the stadium is empty, she can't turn any yeah. more people. She gets uh, furious, so she starts attacking the, the band mm-hmm. or whatever. And you see, like, he, he says, like, you know, we're going to... He sends off Kira again. Yeah. He says, you know, I want you to hide. Use your amulet to be invisible so yeah. you don't get captured. Quick time as well. So uh, just to make sure I'm not getting caught up for lack of knowledge. It's kind of like a cloud kill spell, I know, but there's more to it because it's making the zombies. That's why I haven't been calling it cloud kill. Just letting everybody know. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not getting this in comments, man. All right? I'm not people like actually. No, no, I know Cloud Kill. All right, yeah, I'm trying to avoid the actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the four of them fight. Um, four of them being Ed, Holga, Simon, mm-hmm. and Doric. They fight uh, Sofina. Yep. Uh, but she's obviously too powerful. She's very strong. But they, and I mean, they're just they're heroes now. They're yeah. they're trying to save the you know save their world. Yeah. And um, you do see that at one point she does the time stop spell again. Yep. And it's and they're like Simon counter. He's like I can't. She's still too strong. Mm-hmm. And they all freeze. They freeze, and she says she's going to kill them. And then she gets really close to Ed, yeah. and you see her. This is what I was talking about. Maybe she was the undead yeah. because you see her kind of her face start decaying. Yeah, it starts decaying, and it's kind of weird. I'm like, why is her face decaying? It was like weird. This? I thought, but maybe- I know why now. Why? Because the bracelet. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I thought it was because of the fact that she was secretly the original wizard. From... Nah, nah. The original wizard was one talking to her, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I, 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 once again, I, I didn't understand yeah. until later. But yeah, she's the came because Kira snuck up on her mm-hmm. using the invisibility amulet yeah. and put this... Um, this uh, magic restricting bracelet. Yes. So yeah. like, she, she doesn't have magic anymore. And, and then they, Simon also did counter the time stop. Yes. So, yeah. So they were faking it in mm-hmm. order to give Kira time because they were a distraction. And then uh, Doric transforms into the owlbear mm-hmm. and does a, the Hulk to Loki where she yeah. just starts banging her <laughs> into the ground as revenge because yeah. Sophina did fuck up uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Doric. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then you, we, uh, we see that... Um, in yeah. the battle, Holga got stabbed. Yeah, Holga got stabbed. And she died. She got and because if you get stabbed by Red, Red Wizard's blade, yep, you, there's no there's no way to counter her. That's how it goes that. for sure. Yeah. And so she dies. And uh, Ed, seeing how devastated mm-hmm. um, uh, 
Kira is, yeah. realizes that this is her mother. Like, he was fighting back to bring her mother, but he wasn't really fighting back to bring her Kira's mother. mother. He was fighting back to bring his wife because yeah. Kira never knew her mother. Yeah. And as the movie went off, we <laughs> forgot to... Of course, whenever you have a dead wife, you have to have a scene was, under the sheets. Yeah. yeah the, the under the sheets, <laughs> scene, dead wife scene. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then, like... Oh, I saw... Worse I saw she was alive. I was like, no, get her out of yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> and then there also the whole message of, like, oh, you have to let, let stuff go. go. You yeah. have to let things go. So Ed realizes that and then also because Holga's his sister mm-hmm. and the love so he uses the tablet of resurrection to, to resurrect uh, mm-hmm. Holga and she's immediately like why did you waste it on yeah. me which is very funny yeah. mm-hmm. and then so uh, since Sophina's dead the original lord of Never Neverwinter wakes yeah. up from his like coma or whatever he was in yeah. he I guess pardons all of them gives mm-hmm. them um, their heroes hero, yeah their heroes now you see Holga like she's getting I guess her uh Metal from this mm-hmm. another halfling, yeah. And you see her like bite her lips, this is like bite lip thing, like apparently that's her type, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, then you see like the, the adventure ends, it was like they're yeah. now their heroes, they're kind of deciding what they're gonna do next, yeah. Um, but then you see that who's narrating this at the end, Forge is narrating it to the oh, yes, yes. So, yeah, there yeah. you go, sorry, yeah. So now you see that Forge because he, he didn't die, he um. He's in prison now yeah. for... Forge got captured by Zank, who yeah. came up and was like, uh, you know, Forge, I believe, blah, blah, blah. So he captures him, puts him in prison. Yeah, so now For- like Forge is at the, um, the his parole hearing a year later, yeah. saying, you know, he's changed and all this mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, he immediately gets... Uh, he gets rejected. Rejected. <laughs> and so he he grabs Jonathan again. and tries to go out the window. But... They learned that lesson. The window is now bricked off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what came over me. I don't know what happened. I swear I'm reformed. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that was funny. So, yeah, the movie ends. And it was like, you get the, the mid credit scene. It's just a joke um, where the um, the corpse that they revived the, the last time <laughs> is still sitting, still sitting there. Like, can somebody ask me a question <laughs> so I can <laughs> die? Jesus. I, th- I thought it was going to be, can someone ask me a question? And then he was going to answer be it, himself. Yeah. yeah, but no. But yeah, that's the movie. Um, super fun. Uh, at the end of everything, we always like to do a quick, uh, you know, did our opinions change? Mike? I'll give it a three and a half. Three and a half? I, I think it, it, was, it was a solid movie. Uh, it, it, it was really funny. Yeah. Um, it pays very well. I, I guess I didn't like the, the whole, you have magic and you're still reducing this to fisticuffs. Okay, to, yeah. To, to solve it. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Everybody doesn't have projectile powers or whatever. So, yeah. but no, I, I'll give it a three and a half. It was, nice. it, it was really enjoyable. Yeah. I'm going to stick with a four. Um, I really enjoyed it too. I guess the complaints would be it's a little predictable, I guess. But as a, but it's also predictable because A, I've seen a lot of movies, and B, of stuff. As like something, you know, to have like someone who has no idea about movies in general, I think this does a great job of being a great action comedy movie that people will love. So yeah, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, it's just four. Absolutely. But that is our podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Again, we are The Meddling Kids. If you'd like to reach out to us, our Gmail is uh, kids at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram is at Two Meddling Kids. We'd love to hear from you. If you think, you know, any comments about stuff we're doing or you want us to review a specific movie, please feel free to reach out. Mike, how can they reach out to you? On Instagram at Days from Legendary. Perfect. And uh, you can reach out to me at EdHunt77. So, till next time, everybody. See you soon. Bye.